the ideas are here and I think the expertise is here now as well and we're bringing it in you know, we're growing it locally and we're bringing it in from overseas but money we had more money here we could do so much more quicker and part of that's my role and we'll have some announcements over the next kind of you know uh, 12 months hopefully the next budget will be good to us uh, but certainly working with people in Perth who have got money convincing them to how good an investment this will be for them is important. Welcome to Startup West, the podcast about startups here in sunny Western Australia. We talk to startups, entrepreneurs and innovators who have been there and done it or are right here and doing it. My name is Danelle Cross. And I'm Brody McCulloch. Before we start, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the land of the Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. And we pay our respect to elders past, present and emerging. The Startup West podcast is brought to you by Startup News, thanks to support from sponsors Spacecubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and TechOn. On this episode, we talk to Minister Stephen Dawson, the WA Minister for Emergency Services, Innovation, the Digital Economy, Medical Research and Volunteering. Welcome, Minister Dawson. Uh, Thank you for joining us on the Startup West podcast. Can you tell us about the roles and responsibilities of being the Minister of Innovation in our state? Sure. Well, thanks, first of all, for having me. It's great to be in here. Uh, Look, I I love my job as Minister for Innovation, and it's just recently changed to to have the digital economy portfolio Mm -hmm. added. Um, Look, I'm constantly amazed at the extraordinary uh, things that go on in Western Australia, the smart people who are doing world-leading stuff in the innovation space. And part of my role is to is to help showcase it, mm-hmm. but to ensure that the state government are providing uh, enough support uh, to to let the, 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 the sector flourish in Western Australia. That's things like um, whether it's funding, whether it's the right policies, uh, and a big part of my role is is, is opening doors as well. Mm, so, mm. you know, a great deal of what I do is meet with somebody this week and in two weeks' time I'm talking to somebody and I link the, the, the two people mm. together. So important, yeah. And that's, and that's been really kind of positive. Yeah. Um, we've also been trying to make sure that the other agencies that I'm responsible for, so I'm responsible for foreign emergency services, mm-hmm. uh, medical research, that they they are now more innovation focused than they've mm. been before. So mm. trying to, to let it spread out right across government so that everybody has got an innovation focus. Terrific. Great. And Minister, what does a typical day look like for you? A typical day for me, uh, it, it can be very diverse. So this morning I started off doing yeah, doing a radio interview. Uh, at the moment, because we're dealing with floods in and ex-cyclones in the northwest, it's lots of briefings about that, mm. a range of meetings. And then, um, and I try to get out to visit places as often as possible. So, you know, great, lots of really cool companies right here in Perth. And so I tried to get out and actually see what they're doing, what they're making, what they're designing, so that I've got a, a real good understanding of it. So that's probably a, a regular day. And then it might end up with a you know an evening meet, meeting or a speech, um, lots of speeches. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very conscious of people because um, I, I try to deliver the same message, but I'm, I'm very conscious of not boring people mm-hmm. as well. Now, you've, there's been so much happening under your portfolio, particularly in, in the innovation space in which we all work. But what are you trying to achieve in the role, perhaps in the next year and the next three years? Uh, well, it's it's about kind of growing the ecosystem that we've got in Western Australia mm. and, and helping, um, I was going to say put us on the map, but I do think we're on the map already. Um, yeah. But 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 showcase us to the world, yeah. uh, I think is really important for people to see. And so there's a great deal of things happening here, you know, landing pads or whatever, to opportunities to bring people in from elsewhere. W- what I did see after COVID was um, 
lots of people chose to come back to Western Australia from around the world. Really smart people with, you know, big jobs who've been able to base themselves in Western Australia and do Asia Pacific vice president roles or the like. And so I want to, I want people to know that Western Australia is open for business. It's a great place to work. It's a great location in terms of Asia and, you know, mm. the majority of the world's population. And so I want them to come here, use us, use this location, use the quality of life that we've got in Western Australia and help grow what we've got here. Yeah. Mm. And just before Christmas during West Tech Fest, you launched the WA government's innovation strategy. Um, what are some of the initiatives that you've been able to launch over the last few months? And I guess what's the hope from that strategy that will come next? Well, it's, it's, it's really about setting the scene uh, for, for, for the, the next few years ahead. Mm. So I want the world to know how good we are in Western Australia, the opportunities we have here, how good we are innovating. Um, so it's, it's still early days. There's been a, a bit of a um, hiatus over the, uh, the Christmas break as people, people took a break, not necessarily me or my poor office. <laughs> uh, but we've got, you know, this, this, I guess what the innovation strategy does is um, showcases where we want to be over the next few years. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's what government needs to do, but what the sector needs to do and what we'd like everybody to do. And it really is putting Western Australia on the map, sending out the right signals um, to the community, to industry that that we are open for business and we've got this great opportunities here on the ground. Come and see us, come and work with us. There's also you know, a range of other exciting things happening like the M- MIT REAP mm-hmm. program um, where, you know, that will again give Western Australia a unique opportunity to, to again showcase ourselves to the world. But West Tech Fest was an amazing few days. I mean, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't normally get to to go to as much of a conference mm. um, as I did during that week. It was just fortuitous that Parliament had finished for the year. Mm. So I got to have, you know, got to meet some some amazing people, got to have some really good conversations and some good ideas about what more we can do. Mm. Obviously, one of the big things is, um, is money mm-hmm. and, and venture capital support. And so, you know, we've got, you know, lots of ideas on the ground, but we've not had... Um, lots of money spent by you know some of our high, high net worth individuals who live in Western Australia in this sector, and so a big part of moving forward is to is to get some more money for venture capital and also do some work with with those people who've got money to to help them have some confidence in in their investments. Mm, terrific. And how would you describe the local startup scene here in WA? Now, right oh, now. Look, I'd say it's flourishing. Yeah, I yeah. would too. And I'm, yeah. and I'm constantly amazed. And, I, you know, I'm only a newbie really to it or a noob as my eight-year-old son talks about when I'm playing Minecraft, a noob. <laughs> I'm only a noob to the to the portfolio. But um, but even in the 12 months that I've been in the role, I've just, you know, it, it is flourishing. And then when you talk to people who were here for West Tech Fest mm. um, who also spoke about how they see Western Australia yes. and the opportunities that they see here really just did, um, I guess, um, you know, bring it home to me, you know, that we have got extraordinary people here. They're already doing amazing things. Uh, let's let's tie it all together, which yeah. is part of the innovation strategies yeah. um, remit, bring it all together, link it all together mm. and, and then sell it. And yeah. I think that's that's really, you know, really yeah. positive. So. That's what's ahead of us. Awesome. And, and you have been really active going out and meeting with companies and getting across the portfolio and what's happening. Um, what are some of the companies that have impressed you over the last sort of 12 months where you've seen some big opportunities in what they're doing? 
Oh, look, all sorts of people. So, you know, so I've, I've tried to get out to, to visit as many uh, of the um, organisations who've won awards mm-hmm. just to see what exactly they're doing. So I went to see Sentient mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. for example. They're doing some great stuff with their, their kind of digital platform and helping solve real-world solutions, whether it's floods or climate change, and actually, you know, tying kind of data together and making it easier to use the data. So there's people like them, there's vain tech, um, there's lots in the kind of med research space, mm. um, you know, just all over. But I, and it's, not, it's not just the med research space. It's in my head because I was talking to some people this morning about mm. it. But in all types of, mm. uh, of sectors, you know, fintech, there's some great people, prop tech, there's some really good organisations. So, And they're all here mm. in Western Australia and, you know, and, and I, I guess um, – you know, you guys, you guys live it and breathe it. But for those who haven't been in the sector, I don't think people in Western Australia, in Perth, realise the smart people that we've got here and the extraordinary things that they're doing mm-hmm. already here. And mm-hmm. so I think we've got to sell ourselves better. Mm-hmm. We've got a real opportunity to sell yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yep. absolutely. No, definitely. And what, Minister, what can we do better at? So are there gaps that you can see at the moment that we can perhaps do more of or less of potentially? Well, look, I think... Hopefully the the innovation strategy now will be the, the blueprint that we all use to, mm-hmm. to tie it all together. I think it was disparate. Mm-hmm. I think that there were pockets of brilliance happening in the community. And so 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 I think tying it tying it all together, having a, a, a better message to sell, landing on it, landing on what the message is that we're selling mm-hmm. and then and selling it better. And then I think the money, the investment piece uh, is probably I guess our biggest weakness at this stage. Getting more money here. Because far too often um, for companies to make it big, we see them need to move over east mm-hmm. or indeed, um, you know, to the States or somewhere else. And that's fine in one sense if people are choosing to do that um, because it, because we don't have the opportunities here. So what I want to do is make sure that we have the opportunities here and people can choose to stay. Many people, you know, you know Western Australia, you know how beautiful it is, the opportunities, the weather, the schools, whatever, quality of life. Um, it is a great place to be. And so I want people to have that choice to stay and mm-hmm. I want us as a state government to be providing all the support necessary or helping to provide all the support necessary to allow someone to stay. Mm-hmm. Sure, if they decide to move at the end of the day, it's a choice if there is, they haven't been forced to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's some companies where you know, we had an esports company, yeah. Australia, you know, Australia, Western Australia doesn't have the biggest esports community, um, whereas the US it's a, a massive uh massive industry. So in those sort of situations, I think it makes sense uh, to go to their market. But off the back of COVID, we're seeing companies where that might have been the case deciding to stay here. Look, not everything about COVID has been bad. Mm. And it has Absolutely. been. It's, it, it's, you know, it's, been, it's been tumultuous over the past kind of two and a half years. Mm. But certainly what we did see with COVID was um, the ability to work from home, or the ability to work remotely. And so I've had the pleasure over the past 12 months of meeting some people who who are involved in gaming, who mm. are doing, you know, working on things like Fortnite or Minecraft, and they're doing it mm-hmm. from Perth, mm. you know, and they can do it here. And, you know, and, and, you know, I guess you can do anything remotely these days. And so so we want to allow those opportunities, um, and which is why I guess one of the reasons why we recently opened our um, WA Creative Industries Tech mm. Hub. Mm. Um, so we've, we've got a range of... Um, uh, hubs in Western Australia, but this was a new one, and this was to allow that sector to flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, we based it down in Bunbury because there's some really exciting things happening in the southwest of the state. Some really, um, uh, again, smart people, artistic people, um, and so we're you know allowing that to, to thrive in the southwest 
also that hub is going to you know do stuff across the state, but particularly in the southwest. So, so we're creating opportunities for mm. as many people as we can. Uh, and just probably leading on from that, leveraging the indus- industrial base we've already got here. So West Australia already has you know massive industrial presence. Yeah. Um, one of the big themes at West Tech Fest was clean tech and and sort of climate technology. So uh, yeah, I think there's potentially an opportunity to really leverage that uh, into the future as well. Uh, I agree. And so, you know, we, we've got, you know, the world's biggest mining companies in Western mm-hmm. Australia who've, again, got many smart people and who, and who make big investments into technology. Mm-hmm. And so it's about um, lever- leveraging what they're doing uh, and using kind of the things that they are um, creating um, to bring them across to other sectors. Mm-hmm. And so and I think that will allow us to, to, fl- to flourish and thrive. <laughs> And a shout out to the Startup West podcast sponsors. The Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and TechOn. Okay, Minister, can we now take you back through your career from your school days? You were born in Dublin in Ireland. Is that is that correct? That's right. I was born in Ireland. Yeah. Um, I came first came to Western Australia as a teenager. Right. Um, and so it was a big move. I went to a Gaelic-speaking school in Ireland, so mm-hmm. English was my second language. And um, I left a kind of a fairly strict Christian brother school. When I came here, I went to Hollywood Senior High School, which yep. is like the set of home in a way <laughs> in comparison to where I came from. Um, and, uh, yeah, loved it and haven't looked back. We, we left, I guess, a struggling economy in Ireland. So I'm mm-hmm. the eldest of four kids, so my parents moved over with us. Mm-hmm. And we've all, you know, all done pretty well and over in Western siblings, Australia. all siblings went to Hollywood? Uh, no, uh, um, two of us went there. The younger two went to Trinity and Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we've all done well. We've all lived around the world since then, but we're all back here at the moment. Fabulous. And then what about your favourite subjects at school? Uh, drama. So, uh, yeah, so I, I trained to be a French and drama teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And some would say I've got one of the best paid acting jobs in Perth <laughs> in the Parliament at the moment. <laughs> but I wanted to be an actor. And so I decided that I would do teaching. I'd, I'd be a relief teacher and that would that would um, allow me to, um, I guess, to, to bring, have an income while mm-hmm. I sought to, to tread the boards and, uh, and get some acting jobs. Nice. And what sort of training did you go to university to do that? Or what was the Yeah, next? so I did. I went to ECU and did mm-hmm. some stuff for Mount Lawley. Um, mm-hmm. The academy. So, and then uh, as it happened, when I was at, at uni, I fell into um, fell into student politics. So I got involved right. as yeah. the uh, I got elected as the campus president at Mount Lawley, and then the guild president at Edith Cowan, and then the National Union of Students president in Western Australia. And so politics kind of took politics over. Politics found you. Mm. What about an entrepreneurial spirit? Did you ever have an entrepreneurial spirit? Look, I had a, I younger had, or I had a know? paper round. Did so you? I had yeah. a paper round in yeah. Ireland as a kid. Mm. Um, um, so not like I and actually I did it for a while when I got here, first of all. So I'd literally go from door to door selling newspapers. Awesome. Um, so, and then um, when I when I got here, I had a paper around like the Subiaco Post I'd put mm-hmm. in people's letterboxes. That was just a delivery thing. But then I got a job at Hungry Jack's in Claremont. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, I stayed there for a long time during high school. And then in uni, I ended up being a manager there um, while I was while I was studying. And so I, I learned my... Um, my manners at Hungry Jack's actually been able to ask people if they'd like fries or a drink <laughs> with, with that, that. <laughs> uh, nicely. It has stood me in good stead. <laughs> I bet it has. What about any entrepreneurial ideas while you were flipping burgers at HJ's? Uh, no, I, I wanted to get out of there. No, <laughs> no not really. Not really. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the creative type in that sense. So yeah. you know, I'm, while I'm very happy to act and 
act as somebody else. Um, now, the designing or coming up with ideas is not my forte, but I'm happy to help others mm. sell their ideas, mm. which I think mm. is something I can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and that you is, sure can. That is very that's a big part of entrepreneurship. It is, is absolutely, absolutely. So out of out of university, so what was your first role out of university? What did you like? What was the sort of career path? Yeah, so there? I did I did all my teaching practice, mm-hmm. spent some time, did a, a bit of teaching, um, ended up working for a company who were brought, bringing kids down from Asian countries on on kind of a month at a time to experience Western Australia mm. and they got taught while they were here. So I did that and then I went to work for a senator, um, so um, a Western Australian senator in the federal parliament. So I worked between here and Canberra mm-hmm. for a few years and then from that uh, I did some time in the private sector and then worked for the state government and basically for about 20 years I've been in and out of um, minister's offices in in Western Australia and in Victoria as a an advisor or a chief mm. of staff, and then obviously as a politician and minister for the last um, eight eight years or so. And what just taking you back to the that time at university when you know you became the the president and the, and and those. What do you think? Why do you think you mo- sort of that move into politics sort of started to happen, or, or an interest in politics? Yeah, I, say? I don't know. So um, I guess at, at high school, I, I, I was a school counselor, mm-hmm. so I got you know so and. Early on, I moved. You know, moved, came second half of year nine, um, year ten. I got elected as school, school counselor. Mm-hmm. So I always wasn't outspoken necessarily, but I always had a um, one to those leadership type. Yeah, roles. I always had a view. Yeah. I always had a view, <laughs> and I was very happy to share the view. And my dad um, was involved in the trade union movement in Ireland, mm-hmm. so I was always, I always had an interest mm. in it. Mm. And then even at Hungry Jacks, I you know joined the union, and I've always been involved in unions, and so I've always, I've always been very happy to be part of the collective decision-making and then being the one who, who sticks my hand up and says, you know what, I'm speaking on behalf of these people, this is what we want to do. So mm. a bit of a rabble-rouser, I guess. Love mm. it, love it. And what were some of the goals and aspirations that you had, maybe coming into your to current role? Yeah, I guess, look, I'd been the Minister for Environment and Disability for the first four years and I really enjoyed it and we did some great things, you know, brought in our Containers for Change scheme mm. and creating new national and marine parks around the state and new Aboriginal ranges and stuff. So I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I was ready I was ready for a new challenge and so um, um, so when the Premier gave me these roles, it was like, great. Um, you know, and Dave Kelly and um, Don Punch had been the Minister for Innovation before and so I spoke to them and, I quickly tried to immerse myself in the sector and mm. and talk to people because you know, and I still think I've got my kind of my learner's <laughs> plate hanging off you me. All have. Yeah, I just, you know, and I just think that's a that's a good attitude mm. to have, constantly learning new things. But I'm very mm. keen just to hear from the sector first of all what they wanted me to do and how how I could best help them. Mm. And then you know, over the last so that's part of it has been the big learning exercise, meeting people talking to them, listening is a big part of it. And then, mm. right, okay, I think we know what we need to do. Mm. Got our strategy now. Mm-hmm. Let's get out there and sell ourselves yeah. and let everybody else know how good we are in Western Australia. Mm. And for those people that might be interested in a career in politics themselves, what are some of the skill sets and mindsets perhaps that that you need to be a to be a great politician? I think you need to be able to listen. Mm. And that's that's the biggest part. But in terms of, you know, our backgrounds, I mean, we all come from different walks of life. There are doctors in there. There are nurses, mm. paramedics, teachers. That's what we need. Though. A range of people. It needs to be representative of the community. Correct. The parliament we've got at the moment is the most diverse we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So many women in there. Um, so many people of different ethnic backgrounds. In you know, in my view, it needs to be as representative of the community uh, as it can be, and that's what it is. So it's l- literally going in with a good attitude, with the best of intentions, and willing to work 
um, for people on the ground and communities. Great. And do you have any idea of what you might do after politics? No, I'm 47. I have to keep have to keep thinking about how old I am. <laughs> I'm 47. Uh, no, I've got. I, I hope to be in it for a long time. To saying that, um, you know, I kind of I always talk about um, being in politics for a good time, not a long time. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You know, you get sure. elected. So just as you're elected one time, people could choose not to elect you the next time. So uh, I always think I want to make the most of my time in it. And so you know, sometimes I feel like I'm racing, but I just want to get things done as quickly as possible, just in case. Someone takes it away or gives it a chance to somebody else. Well, we hope you're in it for a long time oh, as well because kind. we've um, yeah loved the impact that you and your broader team um, are making in mm. in the innovation sector. So thank you. And it is a team. You. It's so it's whether it's the people in my office or the people at Jetsy or the mm-hmm. other agencies that I work with, mm-hmm. they're extraordinary. And so it's just about working together, mm. listening, and then you know getting moving. Yeah. No, I think the um, yeah as Janelle said. You know, the last 10 years, there's been a lot of growth in the innovation ecosystem, but now sort of the strategy helps pull pieces together and, yeah, it's set to set to really grow over the next sort of 12 to 24 months. Bring it I on. hope so. Yeah, bring it on. Exactly, bring it on. <laughs> All right, should we go into our quick rapid fire round, Minister? Are you ready? Let's go for it. <laughs> All right. So what's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? The people. So obviously the idea is really important, but... But without the good people around you, the expertise around you, it, it doesn't go anywhere. So the idea is absolutely the, the thing you need, but it's the people that actually makes it and brings it to the next level and, and you know, guarantees success or otherwise. Yep. No, ideas can change, but the people are around mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, if you could wave your magic wand over the local startup scene, uh, what would you wish into being? Money. So I wish I wish there was so much more money here. The the ideas are here, and I think the expertise is here now as well. And we're bringing it in. You know, we're growing it locally, and we're bringing it in from overseas. But money, if we had more money here, we could do so much more quicker. And part of that's my role. And we'll have some announcements over the next kind of, you know, uh, twelve months. Hopefully, the next budget will be good to us. Uh, but certainly, working with people in Perth who have got money, mm. convincing them to h- how good an investment this, this will be for them is important. Who and perhaps which companies do you most admire in the local tech scene? Look, that's a hard one and ministers can't have favourites. I do have <laughs> favourites, but um, there's so many people doing extraordinary things that here in Perth, so I won't name one of them, but, you know, the, 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 you know they know who they are and, um, and they've helped me in my journey and I'm helping them at the moment trying to get, whether it's to commercialise, whether it's money for new machinery, whatever, they're all great. Yep. Every sector. Yeah, agreed. And how can anyone listening help you? Send me their ideas. And so I'll reach out. And, you know, if you're listening and, and I haven't been to visit you and you've got something you think I should see, let me know. I'll get out there and, and, and help me learn what I need to know to be the best, best minister that I can be. And a question we ask all of our guests, Minister, how do you, or sorry, what do you do to get away from it all to relax and refresh? Look, what I need to do every day is I do a 5K run in the morning. So mm-hmm. I'm up kind of six or half six out and just clear my head for the day. Mm. Uh, and that that helps me. After doing that run, I can do anything. If I don't do it, I'm like a bear with a sore head, and people 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 can tell I haven't done the run for the day. That's really the only the only thing I get to do. I don't get a great deal of free time, so sure. I just make that for myself. That and and doing school drop off, I have to say, is the other thing that makes mm. me feel normal mm. as a parent, just because I just a parent like anybody else, and you know, just the walk to school is a joy. Terrific. Yeah, great. Thank you so much, Ms. Dawson. Thank you. My it's pleasure. been a Thanks pleasure to much. talk to you today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsors. Startup West Podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support of Space Cubed, Curtin University, RSM, 
the city of Perth, Dinner Twist and Tech On. And we recorded this podcast at Riff Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia. Don't forget to subscribe to Startup West on your favourite pod platform so our latest episodes appear in your feed. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Bye.